Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. It's real talk night. And we're kicking it off with the sound of curls. A track called Nothing to Do with Love. Lots of times people ask in relationships, what does love have to do with it? If you're one that says everything, is it love for the relationship? Is it love for each other? Is it love for understanding each other? What? How does love have something to do with it? Yeah, but that is getting real deep and uh, digging into it. We're not even there yet. This is just the intro. Greetings and salutations. I want to say big up to those who are locked in on One Harmony Radio. No, One Harmony not here with us tonight. My bad. Those who are locked in on TuneIn Radio. On the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, welcome. Those locked in out of New Jersey on NIE Radio. Motivator, big up your status, bro. Big up to those who are locked in on Reggae Pulse Radio to Long Island, New York. DJ Atomic Force and crew, much love to you. Blessings to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, Lindsay.com. Big ups, Mr. Lindsay. Big ups to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com, those who are on uh, Zeno FM. Big ups to the club, all massive. Those on YouTube Live, much love to you. Welcome, welcome. Invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies. Friend, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. says has nothing to do with love Pat says Baby. one of my favorite songs is what is love hey Pat how you doing you staying warm want to say hello to and thank you to all my segment sponsors Paul C Media Group, 
when being in the moment is pressed, let's go ahead and give them a call. They'll take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. They can even host your website as they do mine. The events that they can stream could be a church service, a wedding, a seminar, a party, a graduation. Once you can stream it, they can help you out. Whether it's on your platform or a secure platform, whether yours or any other of your choice, go ahead and give them a call 754 1140 at 754-999-1140 Tell them you heard about them on the night shift with DJ Kevin I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands Althea is a licensed and in short, sorry is a massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami and Palm Beach counties She is licensed to operate as a massage therapist and she comes to you. Go ahead and give her a call today, 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. Schedule your appointment today. She only has one request outside of paying her. Which is to get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. Because you will fall asleep. I do it all the time. Thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global acts as your booking agents, handle your tour management. Take care of your business registrations, legal service referrals, music production, marketing promotion, and much, much more. Give them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or check them out at reggaeglobalentertainment.com or reggaeglobal.com. They both work. Tell them you heard about them from Kevin Stew. I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is a licensed and insured mover and veteran owned in the state of Florida. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. So if you want to move from the Keys to Jacksonville, from Naples to Palm Beach, from Pompano to Pensacola, and any point in between. You want to put some things in storage, don't have the manpower, don't have the transportation, don't worry. You have the name, you have the number, McNeil Trucking, 954-406-9740. Call call them up, arrange your move, and somewhere in the midst of arranging your move, just tell them you heard about them on a night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Julie Bean Music 
want to say big ups to Julie. Host of the Truly Julie Experience. You can catch her on Saturdays on Flex FM. That's Flex with two X's. FM. You can catch her on Facebook Live also. 1 p.m. on Saturdays. You get immersed in the Truly Julie Experience. If you want a taste of it, you can go to the Caribbean's first uh, museum in South Florida. Yeah, it's called Island Space. It's down by Broad Broad Mall. If you can find B-dubs, you can find Island Space. It's on the east side of the mall, close to University Drive. Go there on Friday, the 2nd of December at 6 p.m. Julie is hosting an event featuring Jamaican actor and artist Mr. Paul Campbell. From back in the day, some of you know him as Aloysius from The Lunatic. Some of you know him as Mad Max from uh, Shatters. Someone you know him as a police detective from Dancehall Queen. This gives you an opportunity to get to know him a little bit better. Live and in living color, in person. Go check it out. RSVP on islandspacefl.org forward slash Paul Talks. Big ups to Gabrielle, the real McCoy. You want to check her out, check out her products, all things natural. Hey, if you have a wall in your house that you want to spruce up just a little bit, and you want that personal touch, She's quite the artist. She does murals. So if you're listening right now and you want someone like that in your life, go on Facebook Live and say hi to the real McCoy. Inviting to call your friends once more. The phone lines are open. You can call me also. 773-789-STEW. 773-789-7839. You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram from anywhere in ja- in the world. Almost said Jamaica. Jamaica calling my name. People in Jamaica, how you doing? At 773-789-7839 The number is scrolling across the bottom of your screen Those of you who are watching Those of you who are listening I say it one more time for you to write it down 773-789-7839 I just 
Of course, the stew pot is also available. For those of you wondering what the stew pot is, it's what others call a chat room. But because we're fancy over here on GivenStew.com, we call it the stew pot. It's the interactive portal where we keep things bubbling. Come on in, be interactive. Those of you on Facebook Live, those on Clubhouse, uh, it's only a segment broadcast, you know, so you won't get, don't need to get too comfortable there. Just use the link that is in the description, the, the link that is in the comment section. Come on over to KevinStew.com. You get the entire broadcast. Tonight we're talking relationship crisis. Can love fix that? Pat has the best life ever. She's watching me as she lays in bed. Nobody can tell Pat that she's not in bed with me. Or I'm not in bed with her. Go on, Drew, Pat. No, 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 Pat. Not mad, not Oliver Samuels as Mad Max. Paul Campbell as Mad, mad Max. From Shatter. Hey man, Octa Extraordinaire. It'll be quite the event. I'm looking forward to it. Hey Julie, are you looking forward to Friday evening's experience? Go ahead, call your friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Call over everybody, tell everybody, share it with everybody, let them know it's real talk. Right here on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart, we're talking relationship crisis. Are you in a crisis in your relationship? And if so, do you know what that even looks like? <laughs> so we get to dive deep into these things just a little bit. And, you know, if you know me, I, 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 I like asking the hard questions. I like asking questions. Like, like Gabrielle, you know, she's not just an artist. She's one to ask questions, too. And uh, I enjoy a chat with Gabrielle because, you know, she goes deep like that. And she's genuine with it. But relationship crisis. What is it that could get two people in a relationship to the point of being in crisis you know what takes you to that point and when we talk about in this case in this sense we're talking about relationships between individuals that are family or couples that kind of a relationship um and is that a, is that a, a sign that you know it's it's time to call it quits, or is it more along the lines of, all right, here is something that we need to be fixing. You know how 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 do you look at it when you get to the point of crisis? Is that it? Is it time to call it quits? Now, according to Robert Taibbi. He, he says, in his experience, look, very few couples come to therapy 
because they're looking to improve their marriage or smooth out some wrinkles. Usually, they're in crisis with a small or capital C. It could be a little crisis, it could be a huge crisis, it could be, you know, at wit's end or about to choke each other out kind of a thing. They're in crisis. And according to him, with his article in, on, in Psychology Today, there are some common sources of crises. The, and there are some dangers to look out for and there are some things that you can do when you get to that point. The first of which is the big fight. Now, John and Ellen admit that they often argue, but Saturday night was different. And here we paint the scenario. Stay with me. Things were broken. Ellen pushed John. It was ugly and scary for them both. Arguing. Taken to a brand new level. They call up a bit panicked. And want to be seen as soon as possible. Now, when you call up your therapist, because you're in a fight as a couple, and you need to be soon, seen as soon as possible, do you stop talking until you are seen? Do you stop interacting? Do you go to different rooms, different sides of the house? You don't, what if you're in a one-bedroom studio? Well, a one-bedroom is a studio kind of a deal. All right, so if you live in a studio, how does that work? So here are the dangers. They are both broken. But often it turns out that John and Ellen are not looking to change their overall relationship, but calm the water so they can get back to their emotional baseline. And likely they will come to therapy, talk about it, and sort out what happened, and promise to do better. Or they'll stay at home, time will pass, they'll no longer be shell-shocked, and will fall back to their established patterns. More often than not, this is the kind of thing that happens in relationships now, isn't it? it? They kind of just let it disappear. Don't deal with it. Here's a suggested thing to do. Rather than sweeping the incident under the rug, this is a wake-up call. They have an opportunity to build on their anxiety and momentum and finally put some problems to rest and handle their emotions more responsibly. Now, that sounds like a win to me. I don't know how it sounds to you. The next on the list is affairs. So the first was a big fight. Next on the list is affairs. Now, different people look on these things differently. Sometimes affairs are the final scene of a long-standing, dying, or dead relationship. Sometimes. This is understandable anger outrage and grief from the wounded partner but the couple or at least one of them isn't interested in trying to save it that one is one foot well maybe both feet out the door and the head sticking in saying bye they're done but if you if, if, if they're not and seek some some form of counseling there is usually tension at the start the wounded partner is struggling to connect the dots, make sense of what happened, can't trust, is asking a thousand questions while the other is saying, oh, I'm sorry, it was stupid. Can we just move on? Seems to be typically what the person who 
did the do would say at a point like this. So what is the danger that we see here? The offender goes on a short leash, showing their phone, coming home early, and it's all good. Doing what the other wants. And this will work for a few months until the offender gets tired of the micromanaging, not moving on, and then begins to rebel. Because it's going to come. Affairs are bad solutions to other problems. Sometimes individual ones. Depression and anxiety. Sometimes relationships. Usually both. The couple needs, to, needs not to replay the past over and over. We know what happened. We don't need to rehash it. Instead, what they need to do is to deconstruct what happened, find the problems under the problem, and seriously work on that aspect of it. Now, here's the thing. People hold on to things. And for some reason, when people get hurt, they tend to hold on to that and wear it like a badge of honor. They don't address the reason for the hurt. They don't address what it is that caused them to be in that situation. And as a result, they don't fix the relationship. They don't fix what is wrong in the relationship, not fix the relationship. The relationship is fine. What is wrong in the relationship is what needs to be fixed. The next on the list is being fed up. Now, this is, is not for the hunger belly people out there. It's not for people at Pat No, because she likes to cook. No, no, no. This is a different kind of fed up. Like going to kill us things about poor people fed up. Yeah, that kind of fed up. And is fed up with Carly's drinking or workaholism. Beta is fed up with the lack of attention and sex. Alan is trying constantly, is tired of constantly arguing over kids or money or doing the heavy lifting. There's no particular trigger. Just a growing sense that it will never change. The conversations are usually ultimatums. That's what happens when you get fed up. You start issuing ultimatums. Do this or else this will happen. Stop doing that or else this will happen. It's not a work on it. Let's work on it. Let's, let's try to figure out how we can better navigate this space so that something like this won't happen. Now, that is a different presentation of a solution. Like a fears, the offending partner may step up for a while and then fall back or not. But also, like with affairs, the conversation often isn't balanced. And better, Alan, they all need to be heard, but also so do their partners. This is a time for deeper conversations about what each, which each, what each needs to upgrade the relationship. So it's not just, you know, hear out the, 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 the person, the offender. Here's how you work through this. It's time to come up with some win-win compromises. Now, we often have compromises being one win, one lose. No, everybody is supposed to benefit from a compromise. But 
also step back and take stock of the relationship as a whole. What does each need most right now? What did it look like if they had their perfect day, their perfect week, or even a perfect year? What does that look like? Time to upgrade the relationship contract. Let's sit down and go over some things. Let's negotiate a little bit about this thing that we call our relationship. Because maybe it needs a little bit of a shake-up, spruce-up, touch-up even. Hey, Rupert, how you doing, bro? Much love to you, much love. Um... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's not specifically about you, Rupert. <laughs> I love it. I, I love how, how, how my people like to immerse themselves in, in the topics and, and um, take, take on a personal perspective of it. Rupert had shared with us before on this broadcast. He's heels from out of Jamaica. Much love to you, Rupert. Truly appreciate love you. He's a writer and producer also. Um, what happened to me? Let me tell something. It is hard to it is hard to trust anyone else in my in. Okay, so basically, what 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 happened in in Rupert's situation makes it hard for him to trust other people. And I understand that Rupert, because funny enough that you should say that, because that is the next thing on the list. But it's also time for us to take a break. So, and as we take the break, we're going to say goodbye to those on Facebook Live and on, on Clubhouse also. But, all right, since you're here and we're in the moment right now, let's postpone the break just a little bit and look at the next item on the list, traumatic events. Trauma is always in the eyes of the beholder. But here we're talking about life events that can affect us all. A serious illness or death of a loved one. A sudden job loss. A drug-addicted teen who is bottoming out. This is about moving through and moving forward. One danger here is that you don't take time to grieve, but instead just march ahead, trot on. And this eventually will catch up with you in terms of anger and depression. But living through these situations can also be polarizing for couples. They disagree over how to help the teen. A partner falls into a deep state of grief and can't seem to come out of it and pulls the other down and they begin to argue and drift apart. The events often cracks in often open cracks in the relationships that was already there, but nobody recognized. This is where the couple, the family, and the individuals need outside support. Support from friends, from family members, from professionals even. You need to allow yourself to emote and grieve and as a couple work together as a team you need to control what you can control keep expectations realistic and do your best to move forward despite how you feel so that you don't become a victim of your circumstances and then 
you have some developmental challenges. This one is the last on the list. Times of transitions. You are adjusting to living together or being married even. Challenging. You are having your first child. And those months of no sleep, moving far away for a job, facing an empty nest, or retiring and starting a new chapter in your life. These things are big. Like traumas, stress can widen any cracks in any relationship. You don't plan adequately. And so are you're, 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 you're sidewinded by unexpected challenges. You don't work together as a team and go into your own silos. You're in your own head trying to process how to navigate this space and think you're alone. What you do here is plan ahead. Have realistic expectations. Make supporting each other a priority. Seek outside help if needed and realize that it will get easier with time. The underlying messages at this point are very clear. Be proactive rather than reactive. Be open rather than closed. Get support and outside help. And use the crisis as an opportunity to solve underlying problems. When you look at crises and you start to think opportunity, it lessens the danger that is looming and opens up an avenue for new connections and growth. Think about it. As we go off on a break, like I said earlier, we're going to part company with those on Facebook Live, those on, on Clubhouse. But no fear, the broadcast continues on the affiliate stations and right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. All you do is go to the link that is pinned in the comment section. You see it in the description. It takes you straight there. Just click on it. It comes straight to kevinstew.com. Then you can be interactive in the stew pot. So you don't, and being in, interactive in the stew pot, you don't need to register either. You don't need to offer a firstborn, an internal organ, or a blood sacrifice. Just go to kevinstew.com and you are there participating. You can remain anonymous if you want to. Or you can put a name where I can feel a little bit closer to you, have more of a connection, and we could move through the rest of this broadcast together. Also, get your copy of the audiobook. I recently uh, um, narrated this audiobook, and it is available through Amazon, through Audible. It is titled Empowered. Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense. And it is authored by Jonathan Field. And I had the opportunity of having Jonathan Field as a guest in Community and Finance. And you can check through the archives and, and get to know him also and where he was coming from when he authored this book. But I had also had, was given the opportunity to narrate this audiobook. So get your copy today. Quickest way to find it, go to kevinstew.com. There is a copy of the, the, the cover of the book on the website. Just click on it. It takes you straight to where you need to go to get your copy. Get it today. We'll be right back. Facebook Live, Clubhouse, deuces to you. Take care. Rupert, much love. Thank you for the support. Come on over to kevinstew.com, y'all. And let's continue the, 
dialogue. Let's continue the broadcast. And I'd love to continue hearing your feedback. 773-789-2 gets you in touch. Use up the number. Pulse Media Group, innovative streaming and recording, has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30-second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. school I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trash. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one... In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Ladies, lovers, lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks, two amazing singers going hit for hit classic for classic a tribute to teddy pendergrass ian sweetness and robinson oh man is out now available everywhere itunes spotify wherever you get your music it is there a tribute to teddy pendergrass brand spanking new ian sweetness and robinson ladies gentlemen You've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv, my last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is saying come give me, man. Is a big album still. I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ian Sweetness. But this better come with a contraceptive. It's Christine representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's too. And the night shift radio show, yo, it thing at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Whoa, DJ Kevin's true of the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just choose him. 
The silver line, the land of the clouds. DJ Kevin's to be living, and that's no doubt. Sell out the night shift with a show, Christine. This is a hot to talk. Loud. In the background, the sound of Devil. The track is called Kryptonite. In a relationship with someone and you just think this person is your kryptonite they just weaken you you're big and tough and strong and invincible until they come around is that the kind of person that you need in your life so pat says compatibility is key there are people that Excuse me, there are people that um, in general should not get into relationships because they're not compatible. And then when they do get together, for whatever reason they get together, the relationship quickly goes out the window. So let me ask, and I've asked this question uh, off the air before, when it comes to compatibility. At what point do should two people recognize their compatibility and people often wait until they've gone i don't know three four eight months into a relationship before they realize you know we're just not compatible so what were you doing all along to get to this point for you to recognize eight months later that you're not compatible. Did you just meet each other and decide, okay, we're going to do this? Did you just get together in a drunken stupor at a club and decided, okay, since we went home together and we had sex, we're now in a relationship? Is that what happened? And so you're learning about each other as you go along. And then you're realizing more and more that you don't really like this person much. So you shouldn't be in a relationship. Is, is, is that what has been happening? Um, Pat says people are supposed to sit down and talk to each other before just jumping into a relationship. But at what point do you start calling it a relationship, Pat? Because sitting down and talking with each other, this doesn't happen just one time. This is what I'm saying. You don't discover that you're not compatible with someone just from sitting and having a conversation one day from having lunch or spending just one day together. Because that, in that one day, you can show all your best traits and none of your worst. And so it takes time. This takes me back to the point that I always make. Everybody wants their partner to be their best friend, but nobody wants their best friend to be their partner. This is the one person that is in your life and has been in your life that accept you for who you are flaws and all because let's face it the best friend is the one that knows that you have these flaws they have been there with you as you work through them they have been there with you as you work through other relationships where they they were exposed and 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 even probably caused the destruction of of whatever relationship you were in your best friend knows so if your best friend is of, well, you know, whatever orientation you work with, if, if, if your best friend can be your partner, I suggest you look in that direction. 
I really do. Real talk. Now, some of you might think, ew, that's crazy. That's just incestuous. Um, okay, they're not your blood relative, so there's no incest. You can call them your sister all you want. You can call them your brother all you want. They're not. They may be family. Because family is who you choose to be your family. They're not your relatives. Get it, don't get it twisted. And so, you know, it, it helps to navigate the relationship space a little bit better. Getting involved with someone because of, of, of the silver screen, because of movies and TV shows, it, 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 it comes about in such a way that you think that one dinner together that was so amazing makes you connect. Connection happens over a longer period of time. I have a friend where we dated as teenagers. And today, literally today, we're still getting to know each other. And so when you take something like that, how long does dating take? And I've, I've, I've addressed this before, and I probably need to address it again and continue addressing it because it's an ever-growing um, talking point, ever-evolving. And, and so we need to evolve with it. We need to continue having it because there are people that need to learn it, the people that need to change their mindsets. And so here, according to greater.com, the question is asked about relationship crisis when you get there does your partnership still have a chance and the article goes on to say you found your dream partner or you think you have and you are sure that you want to spend rest of your life with this person don't know how long you've been together before coming to that conclusion but you are there you are floating on cloud nine everything is wonderful your partner's quirks are seen as endearing and nothing can tarnish your young happiness. Oh, young love. But at some point, the butterflies in your stomach are gone and the rose-colored glasses are taken off. Mmm. The aforementioned quirks suddenly got, start to get on your nerves. The arguments pile up and you have a feeling that you are moving further and further away from your partner. And this is unsettling and stressful. Is this just a phase you are already in a relationship crisis? Or is it really just a phase? So how then does one recogni recognize a relationship crisis? Uh, Pat said marriage is marriage supposed to be a long time relationship until you are both dead or Argument gets in the way. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for the relationship to continue if people are fighting each other. Um, yes and no. Sometimes some men want to control women instead of being an, an equal partner. The wine and dine gone out the window. <laughs> so life gets sour. Listen. Um, as, it, as, it, as it relates to the whole... You're supposed to be in that marriage until you're dead or an argument gets in the way. <sighs> Sometimes this argument that gets in the way is that very thing that you need to recognize what is happening 
to drive a wedge between the two of you. It's all about perspectives. Like last week I was talking about envy and jealousy and taking a different perspective, taking a different way to, to, to look at this. Same thing here as we get into relationship crises. It's an opportunity. And I'll forever say that. Now, I didn't always think that way. I, I can tell you, I have ended relationships because, or relationships that have ended that I have been in because we've gotten to a crisis point and we didn't know how to navigate it. So the best thing to do was to move away. And that seems to be what a lot of people in these relationships do. They either change the dynamics of the relationship where it is no longer us in this, but we exist separately. Or <laughs> everything is just done. No communication, no nothing. We're just done. And we, we don't, we're not given the tools or we're not told that this doesn't have to be an end-of-the-road situation. So let's get back to the point of recognizing the crisis. A relationship crisis usually creeps into a relationship on the quiet, according to greater.com. It is a result of conflicts that have existed for some time, but to which both of you have not paid much attention in the hectic everyday life. If you find yourself in a relationship, <laughs> funny wording, if you find yourself in a relationship, if you feel alone and misunderstood, are only annoyed by your partner, and even thinking about a breakup, then these are some sure signs of a relationship crisis. At first, this realization comes uh, as a shock, and you're probably wondering, why is this happening to you of all people? You know, you've done everything right. You are, you've been the, the, the ideal partner. You make breakfast. You cook dinner. You're there when they want sex. You have movie nights. You've done everything right. Well, apparently not everything because here you are in crisis. It may be little consolation, but crises are a part of relationships and occur at least once in every relationship. Even in supposedly dream couples, it's not always peace, joy, and happiness. In fact, relationship crises are much more common than you think and often occur relatively late. Well, that's because days of wine and roses actually, the roses fade and the wine ends. You drink it off, it's done. So what next? Relationships tend, crises tend to, to, to come in phases. It, it, it creeps in. It doesn't just fall into your lap and says, ta -da 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 -da, announcement, I'm here. This is a conclusion of a study conducted by the University of Bern in 2021. Forward scientists from the Institute of Psychology surveyed more than 165,000 people in 16 countries about their relationships. And the study participants whose partners, partnerships lasted between three months and 46 years 
I hope you caught that. Between three months and four to six years. These were people who were aged between 20 and 75. As it turned out, the first one drew Chris mostly declined after about 10 years. Um, sorry, crisis mostly declined over uh, after about 10 years. After that, couple's relationship satisfaction rose again, only to hit uh, a new low after about 20 years of being together. So crises are quite normal in relationships. It's ebb and flow, up and down. The life cannot be planned and a change in the way we live of, of circumstances may well trigger a relationship crisis, which usually announces itself in several phases. Now, what are these phases? There are signals that indicate that there is a crisis in your partnership. Alarm bells should ring when you realize that you are in one of the stages of a relationship crisis. And, but you, 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 you would miss <laughs> these alarm bells if you don't know what the stages of relationship crisis are. And so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at the phases of a relationship crisis. Um, comment here. What is your, what is my zodiac sign and my fiance's zodiac sign? I don't have a fiance. But who are you mixing me up with? <laughs> um, listen, when you're getting into zodiacs, but it's, it's, it's a little bit different for me. Because you have zodiacs as, a, as it relates to the horoscope that people see in newspapers and magazines. And then you have it based on an astrologi astrological chart, a, or, or what is known as a birth chart, which reads a little bit differently from your zodiac signs that you see in the newspapers. First of all, on, a, on these astrological or birth charts, there are 13 signs, not 12, as we know it. And this is so this is based on the ancient Egyptian, ancient African um, astrology, where there were actually 13 months and not 12. And so you, you, you take these things into consideration. You take the time of birth, you take uh, place of birth, the alignment of the stars, you take all these things into consideration and, and you look at the personality traits. And sometimes it matches up like really close, like you, you, you drew it yourself kind of a thing. And, and so there is that type of zodiac and then there's a zodiac that you see in the newspapers that say, oh, you are Scorpio, you are Sagittarius, you are Capricorn and you're compatible with... Yeah, so... It, it, it's different for different people. So once you start talking Zodiac with me, we'd have to sit down and talk about it differently. And yes, I did address that on a previous broadcast too. <laughs> um, sometimes age can cause problems. If a man is 12 years older than his wife, then red flags right there. 
men and women operate differently. Yes, men and women do operate differently, but at the core of us, we're not very different. We want very similar things. We just go about it in different ways. And age, I can tell you, my last relationship lasted for 11 years with a woman that was 10 years older than me. The, the age thing, no. I, I don't buy it because it boils down to personalities and maturity. And in the midst of all of that, communication. We started off by asking the question about, we said it has nothing to do with love, and I asked the question what love has to do with it. I was in a discussion with a friend of mine earlier, and, and I, as I was putting together the post for tonight's broadcast, and I asked the question, and they said, you know, it has nothing to do with it, really. You want to, you're talking compatibility, and maturity and how basically the same the same things that i just mentioned and then you will grow to understand each other which i believe is one of the things that 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 we mistake for love that understanding and with that understanding now you have some caring so Love is, is not that thing that, that you experience when you watch the love boat. No, it's, it's deeper than that and bigger than that. And so you take these other things that we tend to talk about individually, the, 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 the caring, the understanding, the, the things that make you compatible, which show up over time. Which is why I say the best friend is the one that makes the best partner. And if you can, if you're not into the gender orientation of your, of your best friend, so they cannot be that partner, then you'd have to find someone that can accept you the way your best friend does. It's uh, the, your best friend kind of accepts you the same way your parents do, but then you think, wait, not all parents accept their children that way, because I've heard where parents have told their children, "I will disown you if you do X, Y, or Z," and they're serious. Your best friend, they're taking you as you are, and that should be your partner too. Um. My parents, my dad was nine years older than my mom, and that didn't last. So that's why you mentioned it. But that's, hey, one size doesn't fit all. One size does not fit all at all. He believed my mother had always had someone else. Okay, here we go. This is an insecurity that your father had. It has nothing to do with the two individuals in the relationship. It's an insecurity that your father had and he needed to address that. For whatever reason, he needed to work on that. And that is why the relationship didn't last. Not because they, were, they had these, this age difference. Rubbish. 
they needed to learn how to communicate and then and he needed to express himself a little bit more and and stop being i am man and this is what i'm supposed to do i bet you that was how your father was i bet any money jealous man jealousy is an insecurity it's 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 comparing yourself with others and putting yourself seeing yourself as less than that's all that is instead of asking the question okay what do i have that they don't it's you're asking what do they have that i don't and that is the thing that tends to fuel jealousy and sitting there being jealous of someone else while you're in a relationship with someone that is relating to is communicating with someone that you're jealous of what's the sense if this is the person that is coming home to you every day why are you being jealous of anybody else unless things are going south in the relationship then here you go you have an opportunity to say wait am i doing something wrong is something not working with us in this relationship why you're looking somewhere else and then it gives you an opportunity to work on that and you can move together or apart in in a more mature way in an enlightened way not just because you're jealous you're going to move apart rubbish <sighs> anyway time for us to take another break we'll be right back after these messages we're going to go into the phases of a relationship crisis when we come back call your friends tell your friends friends of your friends friends of your enemies enemies of your friends and your enemies too real talk right here the night shift with dj kevin stew kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment we'll be back in just a few it's christina representing for dj kevin you see me i say i don't know the boss you see me i say DJ Kevin's too on the night shift radio show. Yo, it thing at the thing, turn up the thing loud. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, the Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. MRE Entertainment, in association with VPAL Distribution, presents the brand new hit single. I'm Robert French, and you're listening to my new song, 
every day of my life. Now available on all major digital platforms. Every day of my life will be love you. Spend the rest of my life always loving you. Every day of my life will be loving you. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Emedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Yes, yes, yes. Akar Mantino, I'm making notes right now. You are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Jack is called Every Day of My Life, the sound of Robert French. And tonight we're talking, uh, <laughs> it's Real Talk Night and we're talking relationship crisis. So what are the phases, the five phases of a relationship crisis? Well, according to greater.com, there are signals that indicate that there's crisis in your partnership. Alarm bells that should ring when you realize that you are in one of the stages of, of a relationship crisis. But you need to be aware of what these stages are so that you can hear the alarm bells going off. The first is irrib- irritability. No matter what your partner does or says, you react annoyed or irritated. The reverse is also true. So it's not just one-sided. This is a sign. You have no more interest in each other. You used to take part in each other's daily lives, but now you don't care what your partner is doing and experiencing. All right. Some of these phases, some of these indicators are not your only indicators. So not because you, you do some of these things doesn't mean that, you know, you're in crisis. There are people that really and truly, it doesn't matter what it is that their partner is doing. If they want to do something, they can go do it. Go do it. Have at it. And if it makes you happy, great. I'm not interested. You go do it and, and come back with your happy self. <laughs> I will enjoy the benefits of you going out and doing what you're doing. It's not, what, it's not my cup of tea. And... There are people in relationships where this works. Why? Because they communicate. Amazing, this thing called communication. You'd be amazed (laughs) at some of the things that you can accomplish just from doing that. And the irritability thing, yeah, that's from lack of communication. And I think all of these phases would come back to communication. Really and truly. But we're going to find out (laughs) in a minute if I can 
point all of these back to communication. So I pointed two already, five of them. So no more interest in each other. That's that's another. Of course, there are people that show a lot of interest in what their partner is doing just because. No real reason behind it. The thing is, the very same way they would show this interest of their own free will, they can not show interest of their own free will. Does it mean that they're no longer interested in their partner? I would say no. It's just that they're not interested in that thing that their partner is doing. And so, if they can communicate that, then it would save some crisis headache. Radio silence is number three on this list. You hardly talk to each other anymore, if at all. Yet you used to be able to talk about everything. All right. First of all, if you've been talking to each other, that's a problem. If you've been talking with each other, that's different. And yeah, I, I, I know there are some people that will be saying, well, well, Stu, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Right now I'm talking to you because I'm talking you're hearing, and you're not responding to me directly. Well, some of you anyway. There are others are. So we're talking with each other, the ones that are responding. And so you're, it's a back and forth thing. You're, we are in this together. Talking to, that's one way. So therein may be the problem that you're experiencing. Yet again, a problem in communication. Huh. So that's three out of five so far. Lack of respect. You no, no longer value yourselves and speak dispar- disparagingly of your partner to others. All right. Tell me how this looks. You are the one in the relationship with your partner, but you're going out on the road talking bad about them. What does that say about you? Why are you there? If you have something, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. If this person does not do it for you and you have nothing good to say about them, then it's time for you to part company, really and truly. That is where it is at. You do need to go. You don't need to lose respect for yourself and start degrading someone else. Yes, and I did say lose respect for yourself. Because that's exactly what is happening. You're talking bad about someone else. Please, how does that make you look? So, you no longer value yourselves and speak disparagingly of your partner to others. Mm -mm, That's a no-no. And why are you no longer valuing each other? Where's the breakdown there? Have you talked about it? Oh, wait, but you've lost value in that person you no longer respect that person so i guess you've already stopped communicating so that's four out of five that i tied back to communication (sighs) no more desire for tenderness Mm. here we go here we go again this is the big one sex now has become just a chore 
or it doesn't happen at all anymore. Uh, I'm a poet. Didn't even know it. You don't even remember the last time you kissed, the last time you hugged. Well, each other anyway. Maybe you kissed someone else. Maybe you hugged someone else. And it felt good. So, what happened with your partner? Could you find yourself and your partner in one of these phases of a relationship crisis? Yes? No? Maybe so? Where you're no longer desiring your partner. You no longer have that tenderness. You've lost that loving feeling. Is is that something that you can see? Is that something you can see coming right now? You can fix it. You don't have to get there. And even if you're there, you can leave there. You don't have to stay there. So if you're experiencing one of these and you see yourself in one of these situations, you're probably asking yourself, how did I get here? <laughs> well, of course, there you have cause and you have effect. And there are triggers... And many of them, because everyone reacts differently to challenges that may arise in a relationship. So some of the most common causes of a relationship crisis are what we're going to look at now. Again, we started off the broadcast uh, looking at what brings couples to a crisis point. And some of the common things, you know, you have the big fight, you have affairs, you have... Um, being fed up, traumatic events, and developmental challenges. Whereas you're talking about growth, things changing. That was according to one article on Psychology Today. So what do they say according to greater.com? Midlife crisis is a common cause of relationship crisis. <laughs> the famous midlife crisis what is that anyway? How do you know that you're at the middle of your life if you don't know when it is that you're going to die? So at what point do you hit a midlife crisis? You can only know when you're about to die or you won't know because you died suddenly when your midlife was. But the famous midlife crisis can certainly lead to a relationship crisis. As uh, Dusseldorf psychologist and couples therapist Karina Halthoff knows from her everyday work, it usually occurs between the ages of 40 and 55 and affects both men and women. However, the hormonal change plays only a subordinate role. Mm. So now we're blaming it on the hormones. Okay, cool. Let's, let's go ahead and place that blame. Much more serious are the psychological reasons, though. Those affected questions, um, those affected question themselves and their entire life model. In this phase, the often quoted phrase often comes up that cannot be all. According to Halfoff, partners who come together 
or they came together at a relatively young age and had children quickly can fall into such a crisis mode quickly than couples more quickly than than couples who had been had even more time for their professional and private lives before becoming parents or they became parents independently i'm 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 suspecting they became parents independently got their professional life going and then met up you know it's i guess that that parenting and professional stage of life is what causes the midlife crisis because it's a psychological thing right pregnancy is another one this is associated with many challenges the woman undergoes hormonal and psychological and physical changes ooh some women go through some serious physical changes and these can throw your emotional and sex life out the window and put a partnership to the test a relationship crisis can occur particularly frequently when the first baby is announced regardless of whether it was planned or not while women usually talk to their girlfriends men often tend to share their concerns and fears um and to 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 keep well men often tend to share their concerns and fears oh they keep them to themselves they don't share them and this can lead to misunderstandings and a relationship crisis during pregnancy shortly before the birth women are often plagued by doubts about whether they're up to the challenge as a mother and may withdraw men may question whether they will be a good father and whether there will be enough money to support the family now if both partners don't talk with each other i tell you people have a tendency to say too if they don't talk with each other at this early stage these doubts can quickly turn into a relationship crisis shortly before the birth don't talk to your partner talk with your partner then you have a birth so these are basically the very same things that were talked about or addressed in the first part of the broadcast you have that birth so these are some of the changes we talk about you have infidelity. We touch on that too. Serious breach of trust. The betrayed partner is angry and hurt, often gnawing self-doubt on the psyche. And the cheating partner is usually plagued by guilt. And that's how it usually works out because that, 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 the offender is constantly reminded and beaten down about the offense. And then the victim feels like they can't trust. They have lost all trust. Then might as well just part company. Why are you putting yourselves through this torture? There doesn't need to be a crisis. There doesn't need to be a resolution or a conclusion. Whichever one you're going to work with. And the resolution doesn't necessarily mean a termination of the relationship. So resolve it or terminate it that's basically your options and then move on now if moving on takes you back to each other at some point down the line so be it but don't bring this back up if you come back to each other 
Don't do it. And if you are bringing it up, make it a point of discussion and not a point of accusation and argument. Make it something that you can both walk away feeling closer to each other from. Not something to drive a wedge between you. Um, Money. That's usually a, a, a big deal. She spends too much, he's too stingy, or vice versa. The dispute over finances can escalate into a tangible relationship crisis if both partners have different ideas about how to handle money. Again, communication is key. And so you end up quarreling over everyday things. Not communicating as it relates to everyday things. The coronavirus <laughs> is, is, believe it or not, one of those things that can cause relationship crisis because of, let's say, differences of opinions when it comes to vaccinations. Difference of opinions when, when, when it comes to how to navigate going through the, the, the whole self-protection and protecting others, the existence of the actual virus, if it's a pandemic or a plandemic or a scamdemic. These things can cause problems in relationships if you don't sit down and discuss where it is you're coming from and present your findings that support your arguments but not only that if you cannot accept where your partner is coming from you don't have to agree with it just understand it if you cannot get to that point of understanding then you can pretty much say this is going to end because you are in crisis and you you cannot find a way to navigate out of it. So what do you do? If you're in a relationship crisis with your partner, it is high time to react. Now, if you're listening to this broadcast, I hope that if you're not there, you can be proactive and not reactive. But here it is. It's time to react. You should urgently sit down together. And discuss the situation. So see, it comes back to communication. Once again, it's the big C. Communicate. A relationship crisis doesn't have to mean the end of the relationship. Try to clarify where you both stand. And what you envision for the future. In an honest, factual conversation. Do not be hurtful. It is easy to, as you're being open and honest, to be hurtful. Because some people are brutally honest and they think that being honest doesn't mean that you you apply some tact. No. You can be honest and not be obnoxious with it. So don't be hurtful. Instead of reproaching your partner, it is better to communicate your own wishes and ideas. Also try to put yourself in your partner's shoes. So be empathetic. And this will help you understand why they behave the way they behave and what they want from you. If you both agree that you want to stay together, then you can overcome the relationship crisis. But This requires work from both sides. So how do you do it? Well, of course, 
you talk with each other. Not two. With. I've been saying it all night. Communication at eye level is the be all and end all for all uh, when it comes to dysfunction in, in, in partnerships. And it can avoid many misunderstandings. Don't wait until problems seem insurmountable. Address them. Address the things that bother you right away. Talk about it. And it may be uncomfortable at first. But once you get over that little hump, then <laughs> it's smooth sailing from there. Because you've, you've, the hardest part is starting. Once you get that ball rolling, you just roll on. Because now you can navigate the space, whether it is to clear up a misunderstanding or to reinforce uh, an understanding that you've already established. You get going. Think back to the time when you fell in love with each other. Revel in beautiful memories together and tell each other about what fascinated you about each other back then. This will bring back some familiarity. Here's what a lot of people struggle with when it comes to that. In the case of infidelity, because this happened with me, in the case of infidelity, when you go back to that beginning stage, it is met with, yes, but this was before I found out that you were lying. Or this was before I found out that you cheated. Or this was... Why, why you have to taint that beautiful moment with something so negative? Especially if the thing that is seen as, perceived as negative, that perception can change. But you hold on to that negativity. And so we as, as, as human doings, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, versus human beings, because now you, you are aware of what you're doing. You are aware that you exist in this time, in this space, and you navigate and share in this space together. So we as human doings don't do to help and build and support and maintain that connection with each other just because we hold on to the negative. If we're going to forgive and move on, let's forgive and move on. Don't say it and not do it. And that is a challenge. That forgiveness and moving on part. Because we hold on to these hurts as a badge of honor. Crazy. Even if everyday life is stressful. Make time for each other. Sit aside a day or evening. A week. That is just for the two of you. Grandma and grandpa or your best friends can watch the kids while you do something fun together. Have date moments, date nights, date whatever. Yeah, sometimes it's just you can only have a moment. Take that moment and make it yours. Stay in contact. When was the last time you wrote a letter to your partner? Wow, do people still write letters though? I mean, handwrite it. I'm not talking about send a text message. I'm not talking about sending an email. Handwrite a note. 
to your partner. When was the last time you did that? I can't tell the last time. Well, I don't have a partner right now, really. But, you know, when was the last time you did that? Exchange small messages, even during the day when you're not, when you're at work or something. Because it, 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 it helps to solidify a connection that you already have. And it also will create new sensations of connections. If the desire for physical closeness has been lost, start with small touches. You know, hold each other's hand. Hug every now and then as you random hugs. Mutual touching creates a feeling of togetherness. Now, with these mutual touches, is gradually, you'll have a desire, sexual desire, for your partner coming back if you have lost it you may not want to talk with each other but you still find each other desirable you know well you haven't lost that loving feeling but you've lost the loving feeling a relationship crisis can affect any partnership and is absolutely not uncommon especially uh, in long-term relationships. There's some good news though. And that is, it doesn't have to mean that your life together is over. If you both want to, you can do a lot to overcome your relationship crisis and come out of it stronger. It can even be a whole new opportunity for your love. You get to create this new space and you should accept it as such and if it's going to be a new space let it be new things leave whatever it was that was causing you headache and strife and conflict leave it behind once you put it down leave it there unless you're using it to build each other up leave it alone and then you can move forward and you can continue building on what you have already established because that relationship crisis is now a relationship stepping stone. Oh, 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 oh. This is one of the two horrific one taking us into musical therapy. Track is called Love Last. Love Lost, sorry. I know you don't give a damn, or you just don't know how to treat a good woman. That you give you the book. Now you act like you shot. New music from Tuggy. I think this is her latest single. The move make you look in yourself. It's called Love Lost. Open up your eyes. Real talk from Diamond Leah. It's called Who You Love And to avoid crises We need to pay attention To who we love want to thank you all for tuning in Thank you for the support Thank you for the communication As we close out this Real Talk night Right here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew All being well I'll catch up with you guys on Saturday In the Saturday Stew on Reggae Global Radio At 8pm Eastern if not, we'll meet up here again on Monday, all things being equal. 10 p.m. Eastern, right here, KevinStew.com for the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you. As we part, come to remember.
A call for members of your community. Your community is not the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Catch up with you again soon. Good morning, good afternoon, good day. Take care from right here in South Florida. Good night. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.